more than half of all of Los Angeles County's 4,000 square miles lies within the political geography of the 5th District of the LA County Board of Supervisors. For 36 years, the district's elected supervisor was Mike Antonovich. Next week, that changes. Catherine Barger was born in the district, began working for the county as an intern, and wound up as Antonovich's right-hand woman. And now she will be sworn into the job. The district itself has become more demographically diverse, as has the board itself. The once all-male body that was called the Five Little Kings is now one king and four queens. With big changes afoot here and in Washington, D.C., will the board be playing a winning hand? You have spent so long in a, a position uh, on the staff with Supervisor Antonovich. Just from what you've seen then and now, what's the difference between a staff position and a governing position on the Board of Supervisors? I really hadn't focused on that part of it um, until uh, someone who actually was a chief of staff and became a council member said to me, it's like going from being the chief nurse that heads up surgery that gets all the equipment ready for the surgeon and knows exactly how the, the surgery is going to be performed, and then all of a sudden you have to go in and perform the surgery. You know all the instruments that are needed, but now you have to execute. I know it's going to be different, but um, I'm confident that um, given the relationship I have with my colleagues, um, that it's going to be seamless. What, what is that relationship? Sheila Kuehl is, um, is one of the first supervisors, aside from Mike, that endorsed me. And, and when she endorsed me, um, her comment to me was, we may not agree politically, but I know I can work with you, which for me was a, the highest compliment I could get because it's about working together. And that's the relationship I have uh, with Supervisor Kuehl, as well as Supervisor Mark Ridley-Thomas and um, Supervisor Solis uh, as well. Um, Janice Hahn, you know, I worked with her father. and when Did I first, you really? Yeah. When Kenny I first, Hahn. Yes, I did. When I started working for Mike, it was Kenny Hahn, uh, Pete Shabaram, uh, Ed Edelman, uh, Dean Dana, and Mike Antonovich. And Kenny Hahn's office was right next door. And um, so I watched him and, and learned a lot from him. The board you described was an all-male board. Now it's four out of five women. Have you seen a difference in governance style for women? When I started, you know, the city of L.A. had uh, more women. They have one now. And it's just interesting how the county has moved completely in the opposite direction. In the county, um, even if you look at our department heads, um, the number of women that are leading in the department heads has grown significantly over the last five years. Um, We provide opportunities across the board, and we really do promote based on merit. Um, and it's, it's really allowed, um, especially working um, mothers, the opportunity to, to rise up in the ranks in the county. And um, it's almost been organic in the way it's played out. In other ways, too, we've seen um, changes just throughout Los Angeles. Um, there's a lot of in-building in the city of Los Angeles. We've just heard that there are even more homeless than some people suspected here. What impact does that have on a district that seems to a lot of people to be kind of, you know, suburban, rural, not really engaged in what people would think of as urban problems? When you look around and, the, and we look at the measure M that just passed for the metro, 
um, increasing um, our transportation system countywide. The one focus is transit-oriented development, and it's really talking about locating um, housing near uh, transportation hubs. That's going to be important moving forward for L.A. County because when you look at the density and the population, it's important to get people out of their cars and, and into our transit system. The only way to do that is to make it user-friendly. And so when I look you know, at the 5th District, it's a little more of a challenge. You talk about the homeless issue. Quite frankly, the homeless count is not a perfect science. I think the numbers are underestimated, especially in the Antelope Valley, where it's so spread out that you can get lost. I mean, you don't get counted. Um, we need to do a better job of, of looking at how we, um, in the 5th District, um, address uh, population growth and, and affordable housing and address the homeless at the same time. When it comes to homelessness, you are a housing first person. Is mm-hmm. that pretty much where the board is? I do believe that um, while it's ideal to uh, tell people in order to get housing, we want you to get services, it's not always going to happen. And the goal is to truly get people off the street. Um, we, have to, uh, we have to do that first and then build in the services around their needs. I'm Pat Morrison, taking just a moment's break to remind you that the quality journalism we produce here at the Los Angeles Times, like this very podcast, only happens with the support of subscribers like you. If you're not already an LA Times subscriber, this is the perfect time to become one. As a listener to my podcast, you can get an eight-week trial subscription to the Times for free. It's a risk-free way to discover everything an LA Times digital subscription brings you, like unlimited access on your smartphone, your tablet, or your computer, to all of our great journalism and those delish extras like Jonathan Gold's 101 Best Restaurants, which comes out this month. On top of that, you'll be doing your part to support our mission of quality journalism. So to start, just go to latimes.com slash pat. That's latimes.com slash p-a-t-t. And now back to the podcast. Obviously, this election on a national level was very contentious, but the supervisors uh, are nonpartisan, even though each of you has a, a party position and you're a, a party choice and you are a Republican. You did say during the campaign that you uh, that you neither support Donald Trump nor his agenda. Now we're looking at two major issues in Los Angeles County and in California. One is Obamacare, and the other one for the county is Measure M. Both of them are very much tied up to federal funding questions, Mm -hmm. if that funding is no longer forthcoming or if there isn't as much of it. How have you positioned yourself in your own mind to deal with these possibilities? I've been trying to follow where um, the new administration is going to land on transportation. The great thing about Measure M, and I take my hat off to um, Mayor Garcetti on this, it is regional and it is buy-in on a local level, which I think goes far uh, in, in Washington. We're not asking for a handout. We're asking for um, uh, support. Um, we're willing to, to pay our fair share, but we also want to draw down federal dollars. Uh, you know, whether it's who's ever the president, that's been a traditional um, approach taken by Congress. Um, they look at how much local money is going to be contributed and then and base their, um, their funding on that. I feel that the way Measure M is written is, is, is fiscally responsible and actually does uh, take um, a buy-in by local in order for projects to move forward. But as it relates to Obamacare, obviously, you know, our um, Department of Health Services under Dr. Mitch Katz is um, 
been very um, aggressive in terms of getting ready to roll it out. The question is going to be, if it moves to a block grant style, what impact is that going to have on the county? I was working in health in 95 when we almost faced bankruptcy and actually went back to Washington and asked for what they call an 1115 waiver, which allowed us to move money out of inpatient care into outpatient services. And it was more cost effective, but it took a long time. So um, I'm, I'm keenly interested in how this is going to impact us moving forward, because I don't want us to get in the same position we were in 1995. We're still trying to figure out what this is going to look like and what this is, quite frankly, because I don't think anyone really knows. The concept is a block grant is what I'm told. The way we do services now really is focusing on outpatient. It's focusing on treating people before they end up in the hospital. So they've got a chronic illness like diabetes or, or um, uh, you know, asthma that we make sure that they get care so they're not ending up in our emergency rooms. So um, I'm anxious to see how that is going to look, but uh, we're gonna, we've got the best working on it right now. The board, as it was constituted in November, voted to create a, a civilian oversight commission for the sheriff's department and chose those nine members. What are your hopes for that board, and what are your concerns? Well, my hopes for the board are that... that um, that transparency is in place, and, and that was really Sheriff McDonald's um, um, goal is to to uh, to let the communities know that 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 the sheriffs are accountable. My concern is is that you know right now law enforcement is under attack, um, and you see it. You know, I remember when if one um, uh, police officer was shot, it, it was front page news for weeks. Now it seems like each week. We're hearing horror stories about uh, two, three, four being gunned down. And my concern is is that um, that this is going to undermine um, uh, some of the work that we're doing internally to address uh, morale with the sheriff's department. And I think we have to have a balance because recruitment, not only in L.A. County Sheriff, but across the board, LAPD, is very difficult because people are thinking twice about going into this field. And yet it's probably the most important job um, that that L.A. County uh, offers. Your husband was a sheriff's deputy, so you have some insights that uh, that your other um, colleagues don't have the advantage of. And, and that is true, because I've seen it through his lens, and what I can tell you is that sheriffs within the department don't tolerate bad, just like politicians, I would hope, do not tolerate bad politicians. So I've seen it through my husband's lens, and that is that you don't condemn the whole force based on one person's bad decision. The board that you cited in the past would be two more conservative, three more liberal, or three more conservative, two more liberal. And Supervisor Antonovich, Supervisor Kanabi, were looked upon as kind of the, the fiscal breaks on some things, as, as Supervisor Zavyaroslavsky was too. But where do you see that balance working with a more liberal board? We saw our first test um, when the budget came out. One of the great things that L.A. County has done is we've always set aside a rainy day fund. The county's been fiscally responsible in that we've always set aside money out of each budget to uh, address the rainy day or an economic downturn so that we don't have a stop of services or layoffs or furloughs. Um, the test was when the, the budget that was approved actually set aside money to put back into that rainy day fund. I was glad because that money is discretionary. That money could be spent anywhere. 
but the board showed restraint and recognized that we need to have a rainy day fund because we need to be prepared and ha- need to have the ability to uh, sustain services through those times, which we've done in the past. One of the things that's been brought up time and again is how backwards the county is when it comes to data collection and analysis. Is that on your list of things to do to really make sure that the county knows where its money is, what its responsibilities are, and where those are being met and not met? I'm shaking my head yes, yes, and yes. I mean, the, absolutely. Um, that has been a frustration of mine, and um, we were really going through a difficult time. One of the first things on the chopping block was IT. And yet, in, in hindsight, um, probably the best way to create an efficient operation is to invest in IT. As long as there has been a Los Angeles County, I think there have been five members of the Board of Supervisors. Now we're many, many times more people. Should the board be expanded? Is five people enough to do this job? The Board of Supervisors is the city council for the unincorporated areas. We represent 88 cities. So we work with, I will work with the city of Santa Clarita, city council, city of Pasadena. Those city councils represent their constituents and provide services within their cities. Um, I'm not a big proponent of bigger government. If you really do dissect and really look at the role that the county plays hands-on, I don't think bigger is better. Um, And when you look at the way our departments are run, um, there's a reason why our credit rating went from a a double-A minus to a double-A. It's because we do a good job of managing. Supervisor Antonovich was known for things like the issue of the cross on the county seal. He objected to a Wagner festival at the the music center. What what are those kind of things that matter to you, the the issues that aren't about votes on major policy and major budgeting? Well, I mean, if you're speaking on the cross, you know, I, I, I disagreed with the, the findings. And it's unfortunate that um, it morphed into something that became a religious discussion when, in fact, with Kenny Hahn, that was not the case. For me, um, you know, people have asked me, am I going to keep up doing the animal at the board? Absolutely. Although my husband has said no more animals at home, so I've got to be careful and, and show <laughs> restraint. Um, people have asked me about the trail rides. I used to ride a lot, but not as much anymore. But I'm definitely going to keep up the trail rides. But for me, one of the things that I'm going to incorporate is working with the Sierra Club. I've, I've talked to a member of the Sierra Club. I love to hike. And I think one of the things in this county that people do not realize is the amazing trails that we have. And so I want to begin a hike um, at least uh, once a month um, and really introduce people to our trails. And that's an easy um, getting, getting together and, and walking and talking and letting people see what we've got in our own backyard. I'm going to move, baby, way out on the outskirts of town. Catherine Barger, thank you so much. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm gonna move, baby. Way out on the outskirts of town. Pat Morrison asks is produced for the Los Angeles Times by Pat Morrison. It's edited and engineered by Todd G. Levin. The music is Ray Charles' version of I'm gonna move to the outskirts of town on Impulse Records. I am Pat Morrison. Let me tell you, honey, we're going to move away from here. I don't need no ice, man. I'm going to get you a Frigidaire when we move. Way out on the